Spartacus' Daughter, The Life and Struggles of Rosa Luxemburg, a podcast by Karol Kulewski. Episode 10. The Labour of Sisyphus. In the whole of Europe, the 1890s had seen a rise in the trade union movement. Parvus, a theoretician and close collaborator of Rosa Luxemburg at the time, who was also despised by the trade unionist, realist politicians, had stressed the great importance of the trade unions for the socialist class struggle whilst criticising the underestimation of their value by some party leaders. Rosa was in agreement with Parvis's view on trade unions. However, she felt certain illusions connected with the rise of trade unions needed to be addressed. She pointed out that trade unions were essentially not weapons of attack against capitalist exploitation, but rather the organised defence of the working class battling against the tendency to progressive impoverishment continuously operating the capitalist economic order, if not always able to win out. She pushed the argument as far as saying that trade unions were instruments for giving free rein to the capitalist law of wages rather than instruments for abrogating it, and that the workers should not let themselves be deceived by momentary successes. She wrote, if we consider the longer periods of social development, it is impossible to shut our eyes to the fact that, on the whole, we are approaching times of growing difficulties for the trade union movement, rather than times of a victorious display of power. Once industrial development has reached its zenith, and the descending phase of capitalism sets in, trade union struggle will become doubly difficult. In the first place, the objective market conditions for the sale of labour power will increase more slowly and the supply more rapidly than is the case at present. In the second phase, in order to recoup its losses on the world market, Capital will encroach more and more persistently on that part of the product which should go to the workers. After all, the reduction of wages is one of the most important means of retarding a fall in the rate of profit. The difficulties predicted by Rosa Luxemburg 
arose long before the descending phase of economic development set in, with the formation of trusts and militant employers' associations even before the First World War, throwing back the trade unions in the most important industries into a state of almost complete powerlessness. A rapid decline in wages, however, had been prevented thanks to the need for qualified workers in this period of economic upswing and armaments race. Rosa went further in her critique of the trade unions, writing, Thanks to objective processes at work in capitalist society, the trade union struggle is transformed into a kind of labour of Sisyphus. However, this labour of Sisyphus is indispensable if the worker is to obtain at all the wage rate due to him in the given situation of the labour market if the capitalist law of wages is to operate, and if the effectiveness of the depressive tendency of economic development is to be paralysed, or to be more exact, weakened. But a proposed transformation of the trade unions into an instrument for the gradual reduction of profits in favour of wages presupposes, above all, the following social conditions First, a halt to the proletarization of the middle strata of society and to the growth of the working class. Second, a halt to the growth of labor productivity, i.e. in both cases, a reversion to pre-capitalist conditions. It is this very expression, labour of Sisyphus, which led to outrage among the trade union leaders because they focused on it rather than considering the full argumentation. Their interpretation was that Rosa Luxemburg believed trade unionism useless. They had missed the part where she had assigned trade unions the task of protecting working-class standards of living against the tendency to impoverishment against a complete slide into the abyss. She became the most hated and reviled enemy of the trade unions. Over a century later, we know that there is no descending phase of capitalism as described by Rosa Luxemburg. Instead, capitalism goes through cycles, and at the end of these cycles, it reinvents itself into something even more difficult to combat. Yet it seems the weapons to fight its repeated, increasingly violent assaults on the labor force have remained the same. 
strikes, protests. So what in this context is the place of trade unions? Is it still to just prevent a complete slide into the abyss? So is there a way trade unionism could evolve to become more than palliative in nature? Or would it be a case of increasing numbers, creating a large-scale popular movement?